Welcome to the latest Halloween episode of Podcast Plays Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I will be your dungeon master. I can't have hair. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. This is gonna last ten minutes. Yeah, on my head. I swear to Christ. Um, so welcome uh, to the latest episode of Podcast Plays Dungeons and Dragons. Straight off the bat, you've probably noticed that uh, around the table we only have four players and one DM. Uh, Kim and As Dima. Most of the two DMs we usually have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My split personalities in these games are great. Well, we have Wayne and we have Paul Cogan over here, so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let me kill you, brother! <laughs> um, so, obviously, I'm dressed as Dungeon Master for Halloween, if you can't already tell. <laughs> it, is, it is incredibly accurate. I'll tell you, screen worn. In the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> piece of red cloth that I bought the Hickeys and drew on. Yeah. Um, so, we are missing Kim for most of this session. There's a chance that Kim might have a Fonzie cameo towards the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And D-Man, unfortunately, is not well at the moment. So get well soon, D-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all we thinking of you. Uh, for this session, I'm going to roll Cody and Ryan is going to roll Ogan as well as rolling Norman. So we're going to have multiple uh, characters played by multiple people. Um, yeah, so uh, when we left off... In the last episode, uh, Tom is back with us. Woo! Yay! Uh, we left off in the last episode. Let's do a quick recap. The the mismatched adventurers went to a banquet uh, in the city of Terrace Moor. They got all dolled up, looking flying. Uh, they got all dolled <laughs> up. Went Go off. Fine. Went into the banquet, mingled with all the hobnobbed with all the, the kind of the hoity toity peoples. Mm. Loran got hobnobbing with some folks. Met mm. some interesting traders and uh, dealers from the. the the, Henry, the, the area of Henrik's Point, which is a, the trader's area, which is like kind of piratey. Uh, met the Lady Claw of the Sky, was the character she met. Um, Swift accompanied Loran, and Swift is now back in Terrace Moor, kind of keeping an eye on things after after the banquet kind of went a bit askew. And uh, it was raided by a band of dark acolytes uh, of the Dark Grasp that let the King's Viceroy and the captain of the guards and our group know that the city of Breshn, our town of Breshn, the mighty town of Breshn up north, was being besieged by the Dark Grasp. They don't know why, like the, the, the individual, they didn't give them the kind of reasons why it was being besieged, but it is being besieged and it is under attack. So the Viceroy uh, employed our group and is paying them handsomely to go investigate the situation. Uh, they made their way north to the town of Breshton and they had just arrived on the outskirts and had seen before them uh, quite a large uh, kind of group, an army as such of the Dark Grasp headed up by four look like casters that were bombarding a shield wall that was covering the town and the shield wall looked like it was failing as they had arrived then they hear a noise behind them In the, they arrived up into the forest area uh, surrounding Breshton on the kind of north, sorry, the, the kind of the, the southwest side of the town, and they were hiding away in the forest, and they heard a noise behind them. And that's what we're going to pick up in this week's episode, or this month's episode. Even. Um, so you hear a noise. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a weekly thing? <laughs> I would. Yeah, I'd go insane probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Ah, burning my head off. Put the ball cap on over the ball. Balled over the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ball section. Sounds clean. It's like you've got two ball ways. Yeah, when does Sasha Valor get here? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, 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 you don't have a costume. You could put that on. You could put the ball cap on. And you could, you could dress as Wayne. 
Here's my skin. I know it's got authentic Wayne Wayne head particles in it. So. <laughs> Full on. I like it. Like, oh. a, gl- like a glove. Like I'm a glove. S- I'm seeing double. <laughs> 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 oh, he never <laughs> anyway, So you hear a rustling from the kind of the, the, the trees behind you. Um, what do you just want to do? Immediate eldritch but No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to take my axe out, just yeah. in case. Have we had a sh- long, short rest? Well, the journey up, you kind of rested on the journey up. Um, just to kind of go, we did end the, the last episode briefly. Very quickly, we kind of tied everything up. Um, you had made the journey swift, had gone back to uh, his shop, and was kind of keeping an eye on things on the request of the group. And uh, he's now going to kind of keep an eye out for any more dark acolytes floating about the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of took your time traveling. Well, not took your time. You moved at a swift pace, but you rested along the way. Along the way, because it took a couple of hours to a full tilt to get there. So you kind of had to rest and break, and you did have a long rest through an evening. You did. You have arrived up at the at the town of Breston. As far as I'm aware, if memory serves, it's just coming. It's kind of like very late evening into early morning. Okay. Um, so, and as you look over, you, you're able to see that the group of the Dark Acolytes, they're all just kind of around tents and stuff in their camping area. And the most people that are doing the work on their end are the four casters who are bombarding the shield wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have had a long rest, so if you need to rest up. Yep. Sorry. Aww. Aww. sorry, sorry, I'm weak, I can't do it. The question really is now, how many more things are going to go before? <laughs> <laughs> Take it off! <coughs> Get the mafia. This no. one is not going to be on YouTube. You'll find, find this on the official podcast porn hub. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. Can you imagine? Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming up on the L. No, no, no. On the L. On the L. Anyway, right. So, what do you guys want to do? Hide behind our tier. <laughs> also, hide behind our tier. <laughs> So Aratir has the axe out, I, and this is something I forgot the last session because I was rolling for you. You have an extendable staff. staff. On Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew yeah. there was a reason for that. Yeah. So you have an extendable staff. Do you want to? Yep. What? So he's like. <laughs> and so so your defensive stance. Defensive stance. Uh, and you're two you were hiding behind Aratir. Cody yes. whips out the blades. Oh yeah. What's oh. Ogan doing? Um, <laughs> Ogan is still Ogan is still on my shoulder, so he is also behind Aratir. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, you so just have the most beef. <laughs> <laughs> you hear you hear a rustling off to this one side, and then from as you've turned to face it, from behind you, you just hear a uh, It's like do not move. I will shoot you where you stand. And as you turn, you see um, a green-clad man, person, standing there. <laughs> man, person. Man, man, person. Man, person. Man, person. Man, uh, the most dreaded. There. There. Um, you can make it out that it looks like an elf. And he has two arrows knocked on a bow, aimed directly Show off. at the two, like basically at your group. And he's like. State your business here. Hmm. Um. Let me see. This. This. Uh, Norman, you're good at talking. 
Oh. Is he? Um, am I? Sometimes. He's the most charismatic. Um, I am the most. Yeah. Um, well, now me and Lauren are tied. Um, yeah, I think I'll probably step out at the second because no we, one's we, saying anything. We both, we both kind of poke our heads <laughs> out from behind ours here like Scooby-Doo. No, but he's from behind. So he, oh, he's behind uh, us. The oh, noise was to distract you. Oh. You looked no. in one direction. He came around the other side. So we've all turned around and we're facing him now. Um, yeah, well, yeah, and you're now actually behind so us. Like so you're actually at the rear and they're at the yeah. front. He's in green. He's, in, he's wearing like kind of. He, he looks like he's wearing camo garb. He's like okay. he's in green. He's hunting through the forest type situation. That's relevant. Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I think not. Not quite. What you look no, like. No. You no. 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 You look like you're going to do something. I don't cut you off. <laughs> he was going to pluck the first few notes of like the rude sandstorm and say, "We're here, the entertainment for the camp," and I'm going to make a persuasion roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smart. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Uh, <laughs> do you want to persuade him that you're actually here for the Dark Acolytes? Entertainment. <laughs> Entertainment. And you have subtly convinced him that you were here and, for the Dark Acolytes. And I'm his bodyguard. Okay. I said we are the entertainment. You are here to support them. I I just said the entertainment. I didn't say which side. I just put, I just put my hand on the loop strings and stop it. It's like no, it's no. All you're getting is like dum dum dum. It's going through bass. Yeah, boom boom boom. Let the fleas have the Yeah, slapping the bass, man. Judging by your attire, you are not with the dark grass, no. Clearly. And he, just, and he keeps the... He's like, well then, you and I and this bunch have something in common, nor are we. Oh yeah, that was bullshit, sorry. This one misspoke. This is our party for Where are you from? Uh, we come on behalf of King Festivus himself. <laughs> Actually, well no, we come on behalf of the Viceroy. King Gregor, you mean? Vestibus is oh. the old king. Gregor oh, yeah, Vestibus. Gregor is the brother. Yes, Vestibus is the bad guy. Vestibus, yeah, yeah, Vestibus yeah. was the old okay. king. I'm getting Gregor my kings mixed up. Yeah. You know, that's a fairly enormous, like, in character move for Norman. Yeah. Now, uh, well, no, strictly. <coughs> How do you deal with being bald? Well, he doesn't have hair under his skull. Oh, my God. No. Unless. Well, technically, it was just a Yeah. We are here on behalf of the Viceroy. Uh, he has a long name. Black the Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's not DD unless the players fuck up the <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, you say you're set here. Well, roll a persuasion check. I can't believe it. It's a uh, 70. Arduin Coric Black. Yeah, the third. third. The third. That's uh, why I said. I said you. Are you here to? You're here. Is there? Is there more of you? Do you have an army with you? you kind of unfortunately, slightly lowers the. Yeah, I'm like unfortunately, and I appreciate this is not what you want to hear, but you are looking at it. We are the army. Again, oh, there are more coming. Behind, the behind, <laughs> behind you on your shoulder, you just hear I'll go. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you better follow me then. And What's your you, name before we proceed? I am Gantar, Gantar the Rel. And he brings you through back through the forest and away from where the encampment is and back into the forest. And um, you walk 
it's like he he doesn't give you any easy spaces. Follow me, keep up, and he moves off at a swift pace, uh, heading kind of off around to the west side of town. It's the town. The town is a walled town. Yeah. When you were at when you were at the kind of uh, edge of the forest, looking at the encampment, you could make out <coughs> the gate. Can you roll? Uh, I need you all to roll a perception check for me. It's a group, no. group check. 14. So what? So Tom, what'd you get? 23. 23, 14. What'd you get? Four. 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 Okay, that's <laughs> great. Okay, I'll go for, I'll go for Cody. Cody. Cody's a natural 20. Oh, yeah. What'd you I get? Actually, I don't know Ogun's stats. Oh, um, hang on, I'll get them up for you. They're on DZ Beyond. Yeah, but I can't access them. Yeah, if you could, but if you could. In the campaign on DD Beyond, there's the characters under the campaign on DD Beyond, and is it DD Beyond? We are not sponsored by them. What if they do wish to sponsor us? We're not sponsored by them, but they are very good. They are very good. Oh, yeah. So under the campaign, you'll then be able to pull up on it. So Cody got natural 20. Um, and if I'm remembering right, I think it's a plus. Oh yeah, I rolled a two, so it doesn't. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Cody's natural twenty that helped a lot. So um, when you were standing looking down at the at the actual encampment, you noticed off to the kind of slightly to your right is the main entrance to the to the town, but it is completely boarded up and it's got barricades and it looks like it's it's boarded on itself, itself with barricades and you can see on the far side, the top of the kind of a, the battlements. There's stuff kind of creeping up over, like large stacks of crates and um, broken ballistas. Different things are piled up, so the entrance is barred, completely barred up. There's no way of getting in through the front gate of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did notice that. So uh, Gantar is bringing you round to the west side of the town through the forest, moving at a very swift pace. And he's all going kind to of keep up with him as you go through he's very fast and you start to, you need, and he's just a, 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 a he's just fast as he's, he's pretty fast he's pretty fast um, so yeah you're all kind of running to keep up um, you run for about 20, 20 minutes to so a half an hour and you reach what looks like a, a kind of an outcropping of rock right in the middle of the forest and Ganthar moves forward and then moves towards the rock and then seems to Leap to the top part of the small rock at the front and it disappears down. And then he sticks his head back and goes, Follow me! And down you go. He goes down again. So do you follow him or what do you want? By the gods, he's been devoured by a rock golem. <laughs> Turn around, we must go the other way. Around us. Yeah, we'll follow, but someone else is going first. I'll go. Can I look at our tier? I'll, I'll go and make the, the, the jump and you step the window. Cody moves forward as well. Goes behind you. The golem has devoured our companions. <laughs> I'll keep up the rear. You guys are next. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll head down. Grant, okay. Yeah, you drop down and you see. You actually move forward and you look over the lip of the rock and there's actually a, 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 a kind of a hidden opening and you see Gantar sliding down and landed at the end and he's beckoning down. You oh, see so Talazar. Talazar jumps in and then Cody follows. Then you two follow and then Aris here and you is fall down. Still on your back. Yes. Ogan is on your shoulders as you go down. Um, he has to kind of crouch his head down so he's yeah. clock it off the top of the little kind of slide. As you land down, you find yourself in kind of a, a very tight cavern. And um, he's like, follow me, follow me. And he, out of nowhere, he just pulls a torch, lights it, and he just keeps going forward, moving again at a brisk pace. Um, as you go deeper down into the cave, it's a bit more musty, a bit kind of like heavier. There's a, a bit of a metallic tinge in the air. Um, 
and then you start to see shards in the walls the deeper you go down um, little glints and hints of, of minerals and different things uh, Breshton itself is a mining town so you know that the caves around it are kind of riddled with all sorts of precious min- uh, metals and, and minerals and stuff that it's, it's, been, it's famous for so as you travel deeper down um, it gets darker and darker but the, you see the torchlight as you go you follow Gantar and then it breaks off to the left and you start going up at a steep kind of like up, 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 upwards incline um, you, you start you kind of start pushing your way up and you're going for another 20 minutes or so and the minerals in the walls and the glinting of the walls starts to die off and then it just becomes hard rock limestone type of thing and then there's a kind of a counter pushes against something and then it's like and there's a pop and the door's open there's a door opens and a bit of light comes in like kind of like early morning yeah, late evening light comes in and he beckons you forward he puts the torch out puts it away into his pack and out you come and you are stepping out into a side road in the town of Breshton as you step out you notice that the town is deserted there's nobody around um, there are spilled crates everywhere there's food it's going to come like dried fruit and like smashed across the ground and as you look around you kind of adjust to the light after being in the cave um, you notice that you're actually in an off cropping to what looks like a marketplace um, I'm just going to I have here crops. Yes, I have a town of it's a map of the town of Breshen. So keep that out to you. Wayne Wayne will presumably edit this in over the video. Yeah, although it's I'm going to superpose this over the video. Um, So as you come up into the marketplace, I've given you the map, and you come up at the side. It's kind of like a side alley off the marketplace. You notice that there's a lot of uh, stalls have been tipped over. It was like the Everyone was having a day and all of a sudden it got disrupted yeah. um, by whatever happened that caused this pretty much a siege mm. on the town of Breshton. Mm. Um, you can roll it up, roll up the map if you want. Roll it up, because if you'd be referring to it, this, we're going to be. So, like, you're now in the town, you yeah. have to deal with what's in front of you, obviously. Uh, Ganthard then beckons you forward and says, Right, I need to fool me, I'm going to take you to the town hall. Uh, where the town leaders are meeting, we have to discuss what happens next. Um, Toby, and he moves you forward. The town hall, you turn, um, and it's kind of off. You turn, turn to your, you come out, you turn to your right, and there's a set of alleyways, and he heads down the central alleyway that kind of branches out into a wider path and a wider road. And you're heading towards, you see a large building kind of looming off. Um, you know the old kind of like the Dutch houses, like it's got that the the black and white, like the black wood with the white framing and stuff. Like that. That's what these buildings in this town look like. It looks like Oxford. It looks like exactly. It looks yeah. like Oxford. Um, and that mythical it, land. It's <laughs> the mythical land of Oxford, where all the scholars live. And um, it's it's it looks like a beautiful town on a normal day. It'll be a, a, a lovely place to visit. It's a well kept town. Um, it's 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 seen a lot of wealth pass through because of its mining mining uh, trade. Um, as you walk through, though, you notice that it, it, there's stuff spilled over everywhere. It's like people are rushing to get to where they have to get to. Mm. So uh, you can only imagine that when this all started, if the town came under siege and there was an attack, the people from the market just all ran. These are just all normal everyday people. They're not warriors. They're not. You know, they have a town's guard, but. From what you can see, there was chaos here. Like it's a, it's a mining town. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a town that's heavily guarded. Yeah. Because yeah. it wouldn't be a, an obvious target. Yeah. 
you know? Um, you head towards the large looming building in the distance, and it's the town hall. Gantar leads you straight to it. Um, the doors are, they seem to be well shut. Uh, Gantar pounds, like, open up, open up, I've brought help from Tavismore, I've brought help from Tavismore, open up! And he's banging on the door. Does he mean us? And you hear kind of like a shifting behind it, like, as if people are moving things away from the, the main door, like, they're lifting off large kind of barriers and some of that, this furniture being dragged aside, and the doors just kind of start to, they creak open, and a head sticks out, it's like, Gantar, what did you just, did you, you help from Tavismore? Is the army here? Yes, they are. Uh, it, you see, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a. Sorry, I'm bringing up the character sheet. Um, it's a dude. No, it is a female human, uh, and she's dressed in kind of like a, 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 a kind of a, not so much a. It's kind of a dull orange robe. Okay. Uh, uh, and she kind of needs. She has a satchel kind of braced over her or over her body. Uh, the orange robe has kind of got um, intricate designs in yellow over it. And she has her hair, kind of her yellow hair is tied back in a braid, and the smudges of dirt on her face. And then he goes, Malune, I have more help. Where's carrots? Carrots? I think there's some in the street while we came up here. He's like, Carrots is in his workshop. He's not here with the people. It's <laughs> like, He's in this work. He's been in this workshop for two days now. He's building whatever those machines are at the front. He thinks that they're going to save us all. He's like, well, I have help. They seem to be, a, well, I haven't seen them in action, but they look capable. They've made it in one piece. Are you going to let us in? Well, fine. She pulls back the door, and you enter into what is the town hall. But you notice that it doesn't look like a town hall. There are cots and blankets and you know, all over the floors. This is where the townspeople are. They're all huddled into the town hall. They've packed in. There's people carrying trays around. There's a, there's, it, just, it doesn't smell bad. It's just it's a, it's a large room that's filled with people and it seems to be, they seem to have been here a while. So you have the usual odour of, of sweat and, and kind of like lived in areas. It smells um, bad now. It, what? It smells bad now. Well, you're here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Gunfire leads you in, uh, and Malune is heading up the group as well, so they're kind of chatting to each other quietly as they walk, and Gunfire is kind of gesturing a bit back towards the way you came, and Malune's kind of just shrugging. Uh, she has a staff, you notice, that is, is a very intricate looking staff, it's entwined, uh, and the, the graph where she's holding it seems to be like a handle of knots of wood that are kind of like, you know when you see um, those sabres that have like the shielding of the thing? It's, it's that on her staff, but in wood. And it's around her hand. It's all knotted, and there's a few leaves and everything popping out of it. What type uh, of wood? She is... It, is it like light wood or dark wood? It's... Roll a perception check. Seventy. It's a dark wood. Um, it, so it, she's it, got a dark grasp on her staff. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a dark wood. Um, it looks like something like cherry wood or something. Uh, from what you can tell, um, she 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 seems to exude a kind of a very comforting aura of her. She seems like she holds herself very well. She's a authoritarian in, in stature, but she doesn't overexert herself on people. So she's she, as she's walking and she's talking to, to Gantar, he's he sees her. He, he seems to be talking to her as an equal. Mm. 
Uh, they know each other very well by the looks of it, the way they're talking to each other, the way they're conversing. They start to lead you towards the back of the hall. Mm. And uh, you see what looks to be like a, a, a well, well, at one point he was well dressed, but the, the clothes are a bit grimy. Uh, they walk towards this man and it's, uh, he, he, they, they kind of gesture towards me, comes forward. It's like, uh, uh, I'm Derek Morris. I am the uh, the mayor of this town. Welcome. Uh, I, 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 I'm so grateful that Terrace Morris had help. Uh, we, we've been here for three days. Uh, thankfully, we're well supplied. We have food and water and everything, but we don't know what these people want. Uh, when he says this, uh, I want... I want Cody that's going to roll perception. I want you to roll perception. I want you to roll perception. Okay. Cody gets a 13. Uh, 14, I think. 14. You notice that when he says this, they don't, when he says, I don't know why they're, why they're doing this, you notice that Ganthar and Malune look at each other and kind of, they slightly wince. There's a kind of, a, there's definitely a, a look of recognition between the two as he says this. Um, we've been holed up here I just want to keep my people safe. I, I, I need your help to get them out of here. This town is no longer safe for them. They need to move. We have an exit plan, but we, need, we don't have enough people in order to action it. And now that you're here, you can help. Um, What's the plan? Well, and he looks, he looks to Ganthar. Ganthar kind of walks forward towards him. He says, look, there, is, there are caves. We came in through one of the tunnels that you saw. This town is 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 is, is on top a, a a complete network of cave systems that lead into the mines. But there, there are ways out, and, and and the mayor knows a certain pathway that will lead us into the mountains, where there is a keep that will keep these people safe. And we, we there is only myself, Malune, and our leader, Carrots. Um, Carrots is a is a is a dwarf engineer of great renown from where he's from. He's a he's a formidable person, but the three of us cannot get these people to safe by ourselves. Now that you're all here, we, we can maybe try. We don't know what they really want out there. We know that there's something in this town that they think they have a right to, but. We were not going to parley with them. They're they're vicious animals. They're killing people. They they attacked the town out of nowhere, and they killed about fifty townsfolk for no reason whatsoever, unprovoked, just to get to something in this town. If you're so concerned about your people, why don't you just let them take what they want? Is that we a stupid question? Don't know what they want. Then just have you tried asking them? They killed everyone that approached them. If you've already got your plan, what's kept you here for three days? We have 450 townspeople with three people protecting them. We don't have a king's guard. We don't have a town's guard. We have a militia. He got us here easily enough. So, and also, if the tunnels are your way out, how do you access them? Like, do you... Like, what, why do you need us to protect your people to get them out if they're coming out for tunnels? Also, we were kind of just sent to investigate, not protect. No offence. Yeah, we were so... This isn't like, our... There are things in the tunnels that might attack us. There are people here that might attack you too. Yeah. Exactly, but the tunnels are... Well, no, there are people here
Yeah, but if they say they might attack them, they're going to mean that they will attack them, aren't they? Arguably, it's going to be all, all arguably the same thing. the people here are attacking them. Well, that is true, largely. I, I think everyone's just attacking everyone. A lot of Look, attacking. people are being killed. People are being murdered by these crazy whatever they are. They want something here. And we need to get the townsfolk out. Three of us cannot protect 450 people in these tunnels. We are too, we're spread too thin for that. Well, I can see why he didn't negotiate with them. <laughs> Maybe you need to speak to Carrots. I think that will be Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> let's why, see. Where is Carrots and what is, what, what's his He's an idea behind us. He has made a makeshift workshop. He has been the whole reason why we've been able to keep these people at bay. Myself, Maluna and Carrots travelled together. We, we stopped in this town a week ago to, for a bit of rest. We, 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 we did not expect any of this. And we stayed to help these people because they nobody else. Terrace Mole was unaware of it. They're having a party to celebrate their king. To be fair, it wasn't a very good party. I thought it was quite good, actually. I was quite enjoying it. How did you know to come here? Oh, we were told by the Viceroy. And how did the Viceroy know? Hmm. Not sure. You know what, that's an excellent point. Uh, how, how, supplies-wise, how, how long do you have, like, to... Do you have enough to kind of keep... We have enough to keep us here for the next week. Why not wait it out? And let them take what they want, and then they'll leave. They are murdering actually, everyone. They've to come to murder home. everyone in the town. To be quite fair, we have actually dealt with this particular cult before. Who are they? Oh, it's, it's, a a very, it's, a, it's a whole thing, it's not worth it, but, um... These people are dying. Oh yes, no, but telling you who they are... I da- are you aware of the name The Dark Grasp? I, does that mean anything more? Illuminate steps forward. I know Gandalf the Red is aware of it, but uh, the rest... Illuminate <laughs> 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 steps forward and she's like, did you say The Dark Grasp? I did, yes. I said The Acolytes. Those are the ones, yes. We've yes. had dealings. I saw a few of them in dark robes. I did not see any sigils. No, no, it's them. Okay. Gata, we need to get these people out of here. The dark grasp are uh, vicious murderers. They're not going to listen to reason. No, if they want something in this town, they're going to come and take it and kill everyone. To be fair, there is a not insignificant chance that what they want are all of you. <laughs> but there's nothing here. There's no, the dark grasp are, 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 are necromancers. And, My and, point exactly. But they don't want bodies. They want the means to make the bodies come back to life. These people are alive. There's nothing in this town that's going to allow them to do that. Are you no. sure? Are you sure there's nothing in the tunnels that they may want? I mean, nothing in the cave system that they want? Do you know the full history of this town? Well, there is something. No, we've been here a week. Well, there you go. How do you know there's nothing yes, they take want? It, take, us to, take us to the vegetables. We'll talk to them. Do you mean Carrots? That's the one. His name is Carrots Johnson. Is he multiple people or is he just the one? He's the one person, definitely. He, he, yes, he's quite a handful, but he's our leader, so, you know, we follow him. He's he's very versatile. Um, Fine, he's over in his workshop on the far side of the town. Let's go, let's go. Um, um, Ganthar, do you wish to stay here or are you going back on your watch? He's like, well, I'll go back out and keep an eye. I will return shortly. Ganthar leaves um, and heads back towards the tunnel area. Melune kind of tells the mayor to kind of bend down and keep an eye on everyone and she gestures towards you. Follow me and his workshop is this way and she brings you back out the way you came in. As we kind of walk over I'm just sort of like quietly to the rest of the group but it's like 
It is a wonder that the elf said we are the competent ones to help out here when he alone managed to ambush six of us. Mm. They must be very desperate. Cody pipes up and says, well, he was quite dexterous and knew exactly what he was doing, but... Which distinguishes him from us in many ways. Yes, but also we have numbers. They don't have numbers. Mm. I just like up to him and just quiz and ask if she, she, basically, does she know more than what she's letting on because of, of what I noticed when the mayor said he didn't know what they wanted. You know what they want. Roll a perception check when you're asking these questions. No, not perception, sorry, persuasion, persuasion. 16. Um, she kind of, it, she kind of looks around to see if, if, if there's any other, like, you're now out and you're on the streets and you're walking and again the streets are deserted and you're walking along streets now that aren't as dishevelled and you're kind of moving off to the right side of the marketplace as you head out. So the, you're where you, the marketplace would have been ahead of you, you came up in this direction, you're heading to your right, which is over that way. And she's looking around to see if there's anyone there, she goes, look, there are some things in this town that I generally would not speak of. Something has come up from the caves. It, it seems to be consuming certain, well, one particular area. It was not there two days ago. Then two members of what we now know are the Dark Grasp were in the town undercover. And they attacked a local butcher. And they murdered him in his own shop. Following that, there was an attack on the far side of town by a larger group. They tried to divide and distract us. While we dealt with them, their butcher shop was overrun. And something is in there. The dark grasp that went in, all there was five in total following the two, never came out. And Carrots has demanded that the whole area be quarantined. I have not been in there, I have not gone near the area, but there is something there that the dark grasp want. I cannot speak any further of it, you need to speak to Johnson. He will tell you what you need to know if you wish to help us, but you must help us or else these people are dead and we are dead. I have a question that might be stupid. But we're roaming through the town fairly okay right now, yeah? Yes, that's all thanks to Johnson. Yeah, you know, that's fine. But why can't you just take everyone out the way we came in? I mean, we're not being attacked, we're not being... Why can't we just... Which way did you come in again? Was it by the western tunnels? The really tight, close western tunnels that you had to stand single file and make your way through? Isn't that better than clawing through tunnels where you think there's eldritch monsters? There's eldritch monsters in all of them, maybe. Maybe. But we cannot get... We cannot get 450 people from this town. Some sick and wounded, some children. Then leave them. We cannot leave them behind. They are innocent people. Seriously, you are the people that the king sent. No. No, the viceroy. And not even him properly. Well... We're kind of working for someone else. No, he did send us. We'll to investigate, not to help, though. Again. 
We are investigation can, can be helpful. We are doing it can, it can be, but she turns on her heel and just keeps walking. And she now starts walking at a brisker pace ahead of you. Just to get away from you. <laughs> um, There's a bunch of They're so ungrateful, these people. As you walk through the town, you're you're kind of you're walking through some tight alleyways, then you come out into an opener a more open area, and in front of you is a large building. Um mostly it's at this point it's still, it's starting to dawn. Dawn is starting to kick in. The building seems to be dark apart from the bottom floor, which there seem to be large kind of like flashes of light coming from. And you hear sparking and then swearing in a deep Scottish accent as you move towards it. And he says, Johnson is in here. You went to tea flicks? So <laughs> as you approach the work, what looks like the, uh, a very active workshop for uh, Carrots Johnson. Um, uh, Maluna gestures forward to look. He's in there. Go in and speak to him. He'll tell you what you need to know. I, I need to go back and look after these people. Um, I hope you decide to help us because we need your help. These people need your help. See, that makes more sense because now you're asking us, you're saying, oh, maybe make a choice to help us beforehand. They were like, oh, you're here to help us. Well, now you can't. are sent by the Viceroy. It makes sense that you're here to help us. Well, well technically, we're here to help them. Help who? The people of the town. You, well, you, Terrace Moore as well. Well, we're here to help. Like we're essentially here to help Terrace Moore, actually. You, this place is. Uh, but, um. Look, I you're not here. Your... And you, 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 you and your trio are an outside problem there. You don't even go here. You don't even go here. <laughs> so we'll deal with that when we get to it. Anyway, Mal- anyway, Maluni, you go back to Gandalf. You go back to Gandalf and Derek, and we'll deal with this. <laughs> the moon day wants us off and she's like, you guys are so not fetch at all. She Maluna just turns on her heels and shakes her head and walks away. Her interpersonal skills are rubbish. Yeah, that's probably why they were killing everyone, honestly. This is honestly I think probably, you could teach her a thing or two. I do think so. This is probably why they can't find any help. Yeah. Anyway, <coughs> I can see why they don't negotiate with the dark grass. Let's go talk to this fellow. Has it just me or has Norman gotten less creepy? He seems more at on the level. On the level. Well, well, the thing is, this session I am surrounded by uh, murder and cult stuff, so I'm at home. <laughs> He's much more chill. Much one, more so. chill. Yeah, this is more my. This speed. is my. This is my speed. This yeah. is my speed. This is. This is. This, I grew up here, like. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, so what these ones do? You're standing inside the workshop. You can, you uh-huh. can see the flashes of light happening. Oh in the yeah, we're, so we're going in. Oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah, I'm knocking on the door. Uh, <laughs> Cody is keeping an eye outside. She kind of watches the street. Uh, on, 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 on Darren's behalf, as an Ogan thing, I think Ogan is like a woman, and he scooches down to grab some like fruit off the street, and just starts like gnawing on that. Horse. <laughs> yeah, like some Ogan, the ever hungry. Yeah. Um, so you make your way into the workshop. It's a the the the, the two front doors of the area are, are open, and there's large flashes of light coming from inside. They seem to be arcane of nature just like bright flashes of blue followed by bright flashes of green you hear like that fucking bastard that piece of shit you fucking I'll fucking kill you, you you're gonna I'm gonna fucking get it in there you're gonna make it fucking oh. yeah and you're ding 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 push, push. come in if you're coming in carrots yeah, saunter on in <laughs> are you carrots Johnson who the fuck are you people hi uh, reinforcements Hi. of a sort. Reinforcements? We're, we're from Terrasmore. Oh, uh, right, right, oh, right. So the king has bought the look up from his fucking counting book. Oh, no, we're not from Well, sorry. 
they the viceroy sent us we are from all over the place um, and we kind of got involved no in the, ki- the king's not concerning himself no the king's not ours it's more the viceroy sent us mm. to do some well the viceroy speaks for the king I guess but so, he, so he says but that's not so he says. that so we were sent to do some recon to see what was happening here and, uh, and uh, Recon! Yeah. Recon! I'll give you some fucking recon! We're but, fucked! Yeah, you seem mm. to be the person who knows the most about what's happening. Yeah. What's his face and what's her name sent us up Gandalf here? and Maloney. <laughs> I think it's who the Maluna. fuck is Gandalf? <laughs> Sounds like a pansy. Elf. Oh, that elf Green. dude. <laughs> Ganthar! He does Gan- sing. Ganthar! Ganthar and Maluna. 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 Sent us, <laughs> sent us to talk to you. guys have a problem with names. Yes. Yeah. I'm terrible with names. Right. I have already. Well, show me weapon, I'll know what it is. But I'm ca- oh, you're like, weapons do you? Hey, you seem like the type of. I'm Carrots Johnson. I'm nice like, to meet you. Well, remember that one. I'm Arith here. Arith here, right? Right. You, Ran, right? No. You, Norman. You, Talisar. Talisar. You, you're Codeine. Like, like, what's the funny fella? He's too, busy, he's too busy eating to introduce That's himself. Ogan. Ogan, right? He's a, yeah, is he got a pet, like? No, he's a colleague. Colleague, right? Quite yeah. Hey, well, he's, he, I'm a bit he, taller than him. He can normally talk, he's just busy. Just right, well, he, right, okay. Well, welcome to hell, right? You know, that, is it really <laughs> that bad? Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're down about 70 people who've been murdered by these fucking pricks. Mm. Uh, I've built as many of these guys as I can try to get. They're all in the battlements of the, the watchtowers. You look over his shoulder and you see a half-completed gong. Yeah. It's like the one that tried to eat us on the way in. <laughs> uh, this gong is kind of like, you see large kind of metal chest plates with a large kind of like bright arcane energy in the centre mm-hmm. it's arms so far of completion that one of them seems to be a fully articulated arm like with a hand and everything on the other end and the other arm has a large kind of blade on the other end okay the head is like a large helmet it, it looks like it's a mishmash built of what he could find around the town yeah. like little kind of welded the pieces welded pieces of armour uh, metal, stone, it's 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 like so kind of like slapdash put together. This is like his A team workshop. Like he's like he's like BA Baracus like slapping this shit together <laughs> in the montage moment. And he's like these lads are all over the watchtowers are like on the front front of the uh, the town, uh, up and on the walls, uh, on the side, uh, they're covering any weak points in the uh, in the in the, in the, in the, in the battlements. So, you know, this, See, this is our wee army that we have, but... You seem like the most reasonable person here. You're like someone who's just getting things done instead of whining and being like, oh, please help us, and you're just doing shit to help them. See, this is someone we can do business with. Well, we do need help getting these people out of here. Are you guys willing to help us? Like, all it's going to take, we need to get them to the caves, protect them from the beasties that are in there, because there are beasties. What kind of beasties? Uh, well, you're talking about goblins and uh, maybe a yeah. few spiders. Uh, I smash goblins pretty well. Mm. You know, that's that's what <laughs> tends to live in these little pocky little holes in the ground. So, unexpected beasties, but stuff that we can handle. Pretty much. See, he makes it sound much easier. Yeah, he's, he's a crab. We're just like a bit dramatic. Yeah, big yeah. time. So, are you going to ask him what's in? He's like, ah, right, the butcher shop, right? Uh, well. You see, the reason these guys, these fucktards, these pricks called the Dark Grasp, are here, right? They're 
the hair for something. It's a it's a wee bit out of my field of knowledge, but it's really fucked up. Go on. Um, I take it you know about the butcher shop, so either Ganthar or Malune told you about the attack that we had. Uh, there's actually something there. Um, I think it's best I show you. Is it one of those meat monsters, I wonder, like we fought before? Meat monsters? Like well, the uh, there's definitely meat involved, love, but... Uh, show us the way. Yeah, okay, right. Uh, there's a bit of a glint, I'm sure, in your eye. <laughs> uh, Cody, at this point, is like, um, do, do you mean to say that there's uh, there are more of these creatures here, or is this, these are people that are in the town that are evil? And part of that grasp, or you're saying that this is something we have to fight? It's like, well, no, it's like, there's nothing you have to fight, love, but it's like, uh, it's definitely something you have to see to believe. It's not okay. something I can tell you what it is. Indeed. So he leads the way. Anyway. He's like, I'll be back for you. Don't fucking go anywhere. He leads you out of the workshop, puts his tools down, puts down the welding kit that he had. And you see, as he leaves, uh, I want you to roll perception, and I want you to roll perception. <laughs> It's a fucking. I don't know for. Oh, well, is off eating food, so he won't see. So no. Nineteen. Not, yeah. Nineteen. You notice a large tome on the on the desk, and the tome seems to have a lot of arcane sigils and instructions and guides as you leave. He kind of walks away from it. He closes it over, and there's a clasp that he closes. He's like, "Hey, follow me. Uh, we're going over here to the uh, meat market district. Uh, I want to show you this." Fucked up situation. Why haven't you been able to deal with it? Deal with what? The fucked up situation? Aye. Uh, uh, wait till I show you, and then you'll know why. Little OB, can you deal with this kind of shit? What, what's your background in all this? I build stuff. I build stuff and I shoot things. That's what I do. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky in what I can do, but I can't deal with this shit. It's fucking weird. What you do is... Genuinely sounding a little bit transfixed by the by the golems. Genuinely remarkable. Yeah, you are very competent so far. Can Oh uh, thank you, thank you. Can I ask politely as we walk along? So you want to ask me a question about what? As uh, the the automatons that you construct. Yeah. Eh? You addressed it as we left. Was that in jest or could it actually wander off by itself? Well, it's got enough arcade energy to at least let it, you know, have a bit of a jump. Interesting. So you, kinda, you have to mold these things. Leaving this shite half done is always dangerous. But, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. I have it strapped down. So they're not the ones that are on the walls, not exactly slaved to your control. But oh, no, they are. They're all bonded to me. But they won't do anything until we actually get attacked. If somebody comes in and tries to attack the walls... And, I, and it's kind of like an early warning system. I get a little twinge in my brain. Mm. And I know. And I go, hey, shoot lads! And boom, they're fucked. They've managed to keep my bay, but the shield is falling. Malune can only do so much. She's fantastic and all, but it's taking a drain on her. She, I take it you talk to her, eh? A little. Is she a wee bit snappy? A little. Mm. Very, yeah. very. You know that, you know that shield that's around the town? That's her dude. She's concentrating on that. So, you know, oh, that there's a reason why she was a bit snappy with you, so sorry about that. But, you know, she's keeping us all safe. Mm. Okay. So, come on, let me show you this fucking weird situation. Norman looks a lot more thoughtful as we're wandering along. Right. Mm. So you walk your way through the town. Uh, 
uh, you kind of make your way back towards the marketplace and then off to the left and you come upon to the left and <laughs> <laughs> you come upon you now start seeing there's kind of like meat markets and uh, trader shops and uh, fresh produce stores off to the side of the market and then you start to smell something it was that you Norman? <laughs> not this one Oh, it <laughs> might have been ugly. <laughs> and it smells really fucking bad. It's this the this closer the more you walk up the street, the the worse it gets. Uh, is it is it like it smells like death? See that? Oh well, then it actually might have been me. <laughs> right there, it smells like death, but it's like it's got an acrid, acidic stench mm. with a bit of scorched meat and. Does ever have something the barbecue under underlying the whole thing, but like bad barbecue, like really shitty barbecue. <laughs> cheap meat cooked to fuck. Yeah, cheap <laughs> meat cooked to fuck. Uh, but then like it's like you, you have that copper feel of blood as well, yeah. like the copper stench of blood as you come close. You turn a corner I think and it smells fine. Yeah, yeah. No one would probably think this is amazing. This is like you know flowers and shit. As you turn the corner, uh, carrots, Jesse's like, hey, there, right there is the shit show. And you look, and there's a building, kind of separated from the rest, and it is covered in these red, pustulous vines that crawl mm. up and around the building. This looks familiar. There, it's like the it's like the earth has burst its veins, and the blood vessels are just splattered across this building. There is an entrance. You can see as you look. It's kind of like this concave dip in where the vines are I was like Johnson's like you can't go in like I've been in there twice and I'm alright like, but it's like fucking disgusting and I have to investigate it because we wanted to know what these fuckers wanted it seems to be some kind of crystalline energy that has taken over the building it's come up from the caves I'm already heading towards it so you head towards it yeah I'll what are the rest of you doing? Not do that. You're staying away from it. Yeah, I want to take out the little uh, Yoki the Trevelyan gave us to ask him questions with once a day. Okay, okay. You want to contact Trevelyan? Yeah. Okay. Good plan, Moran. Okay. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, Moran. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so that's that's what Moran was doing. Okay. Yeah. What are the rest of you doing? I'm just gonna investigate with Norman, just keeping my distance, but enough that I can keep an eye on him. Cody is looking shook. Cody is standing back a bit and is like, no, no. You are okay? So, this is, this is bad mojo. This Actually, like, I think after last time, Logan's going to not go in with me. So it's just okay. you right now? Yeah. Uh, Will you guys be okay if I go in with them? I kind of feel like I should. Jill, I, you know, I should raise your voice. I do have a lot of muscle. I should go in with those guys. Yeah, but... Kay, I mean, will you be alright if you stick with these I guys? Can, and Kay is like... Two blades. Okay, you hang out here. Yeah, but the thing is, I know you've got muscle and all, but the last time that thing got in people, muscle didn't really matter. Mm. Hang on a second. You, 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 you people know what this is? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's up for debate. We know someone who does. Right. Well, right, okay. So, what the fuck is it? One second. And I want to I wanna buzz in with your man. Okay, right so. Uh, I'm glad I'm not round. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gone in. Yeah, no, I'm inside now. Right, okay. Oh. Yeah. I, have, I, I have entered the meat. You've entered the meat. That's a t-shirt. I have passed through the beef portal. 
beautiful. <laughs> it is. I, I, I didn't want to be too graphic. It's like a Clive Barker movie here. It's you're talking. You're talking like. That's what I had in my head. Yeah, it's 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 books of blood situation mm. right here. Yeah. Um, where it's like, it, it it does as you seem to as Norman moves towards it though, it seems to mm. part, and he enters. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. fucking sound. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, Nor- that's Norman licking his lips. <laughs> <laughs> as that happens, as, as the, kind of the whole building seems to quiver. Um, like the With rest. Uh, <laughs> Patient. Uh, Does it quiver sensuously? I can remove the cause, <laughs> but not the symptom. <laughs> oh Guys, we're gonna have to fuck this building. <laughs> That's where this is. Impromptu sex episode. Oh, amazing, amazing. This really is going up on Porno. Yeah. Yeah. I, expect- I was expecting Lorraine, not him. <laughs> Oh, oh, when it com- when it comes to grizzly cult stuff, Norman like is super horny for that. <laughs> the bard tries to seduce building. You're like, has that ever happened? Uh, so you are trying to contact Trevelyan. Um, we're gonna do this twofold, okay? We're gonna you're gonna basically dial up Trevelyan. Yeah. Uh, you hold out the globe, and it's like it just it basically swirls, and this bright. A gold light appears out of it. Mm. A small version of Trevelyan just appears. And oh. like, oh, hello. Hi. Excellent. Um, uh, I was wondering if I was going to hear from you people. Can you see? I can see all of you, yes. Oh, could you turn well, around can, a minute? Well, you need to oh. just take... Oh, dear Lord. Um, right, where are you? Breshton. 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 Breshton, the mining town? Yeah. yeah. That's not far from here. No. Oh. It's fucked. Mm. That is not yeah. literally imminently. <laughs> and he, he can actually see. Oh, I see. Norman has gone in. Yeah, um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, and and are, are the rest of you following him? Oh no. Talisar is just at the stairs. I'm coming up the rear as usual. <laughs> so Talisar is going in. Arthur is going in, yeah. which leaves Cody, Ogan, and Loran outside. Can I make a perception check or an investigation of anything that's around? We will at one second. Um, so yeah, they're going in for some reason. So Breston has been has Breston attacked. Is it attacked? Is, it, is, uh, it, is there an infection in the town? There. Well, that's what it looks like. They said they're looking for something in the town. They said there's something weird down at the tunnels. The tunnels, the mines. Yeah. Um, sure. Yes, the mines would be an excellent place to gestate the... F- Ooh, oh. I don't like that word. Rot. Those words. Tell me, tell me, what have you found so far? Is this it? Is this what you found? Yes. Now, there is a, a big um, um, group of those guys hanging out around here. What guys? The Dark Grasp. The Dark Grasp. Oh, oh they, they, okay, they are obviously here for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, right? Yes. Um, okay. So you were able to get rid of this stuff before, so how do we do it? Of this magnitude, I, 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 there's no easy solution. Clearly, this has taken root. This is in, this is in the, this is in the soil. It's come from below. Are, are there are there people? Are there people infected? Don't think so. The town is clean. I think so. They didn't say, but we should probably ask. They they quarantined the area. Who did? The people that were here. You quarantined the carrots. Now look. I turn him around. Oh, right. Hello. 
I I cannot see Johnson. This is carrots. He's very competent. Oh no! Thank you. Hey, hey. Is it, uh, hello, uh, Mr. Whiskey Man. Uh, who are you? This hello, is our I, boss. I, I'm oh, I'm Darcy Trevelyan. I have I've charged these people with helping um, helping rid the land of this rot. Uh, uh, clearly, you have been affected. Are you a, are you an inhabitant of this town? Well, no. I, I was passing through, have a nail in, in the old local tavern, and these pricks attacked. I thought it'd help. Oh, that's very noble of you. Well done, well done. Um, well, well, all I can say to you is, um, it is definitely uh, from my further research on what we have found so far, um, you can cleanse it, but it will take some arcane fire. And it will also take some, maybe some divine magic. Do you have anyone in your charge that will... Do you have a cleric? Is there uh, a cleric yes, in the town? Yes, uh, Well, I look at Ogan. No, oh, no, you're not a cleric. No, I'm a druid. Definitely divine, divine energy can, can affect it in some way that might propel it, but maybe a further investigation might be best. Um, do keep me informed. Um, so you just can't come and fix this? Well, no, that, no I can't leave. That was, I can't leave where I am. I, I'm, I'm chained to this area. Good. It's fine. Night time, is it? <laughs> <laughs> So the, you just see that the shape of uh, Dacius just like just vanishes back into the globe. Right, well, he, he says we got to burn it with divine energy. Like, do any of you have divine energy? No. Right, do any of these guys who went in there have any divine energy? No. And at that point, we're going to cut the yew tree. So, you have gone in first. Yes. Uh, I, uh, as you enter in, you walk into basically the, 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 the kind of the area from parts, and you walk into a room, and you just roll a constitution saying, Ooh. I love, I love those. Oh, that's good. Uh, that is a nineteen. Nineteen. You are good. You are okay. Um, you kind of feel the, the the kind of the essence in the air kind of try to attach itself to you, and then it's just you shake it off, it dissipates off back away from you. And you make your way forward. The entire entrance area of this building is covered in these red vines. They're they're crystalline in nature. They're not like pulsating like organic they look like crystal but they're like jagged and sharp mm. and they're, you see them they are moving they're like <laughs> as you move through it they kind of seem to creep towards you and are pulled slightly and then move away from you <laughs> like the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, they're, they have some common ground with <laughs> <laughs> but they're like it, they're definitely trying to like Enclose around you as you move through the corridor. Mm-hmm. As you move towards kind of like the, set, the the main area of the building, you hear behind you. Uh, were you following him first, or were you following him no. first? Me, I was just trying to take in what was going on. So were you outside? Yeah. Before you went in, you yeah. wanted to roll a perception on that. Yeah. So roll perception. That's uh, not bad. That's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. What you see basically is is. You can see the underlying building. You know in Ghostbusters 2 when the slime takes over the building? Oh, Jesus. In the library? Yeah. That's pretty much what it looks like, but it's sharp, jagged, crystalline veins. Just coming down. Coming, coming up, down or Coming up? up from the ground. They're coming from the soil. Wow. And they're encasing the outside of the building. They're not going over the entire building. They're kind of creeping up the side. But they're jagged and they're sharp. Does it look like as if they're slowly creeping up towards the top yes. of the building? They are making their way. They're trying to it, it kind of go over the entire thing uh, it, it, 
capture. It looks like they, they look like you know what it looks like. It looks like sharp, spindly fingers are trying to just basically reach up and grab the entire building, okay. as if they're going to pull it down into the ground. And you do notice with such a high perception roll that the vines are starting to creep outwards. So there's our their main main part of it is coming up, and it's like this like blood red crystalline vines that are pulsating with this kind of like uneasy like as you move towards the building you feel uneasy you feel like this wave of like repulsion and as it's kind of going over the building you could notice at the at the base of these vines there are more vines and tendrils starting to creep like only small but they're starting to creep outwards and they're kind of moving towards the next building over this side and the next building over that side and as you get closer then again the the opening just kind of like pulsates and opens and it's like it's inviting you in okay mm-hmm. so do you go in i just shout back that about the volume start to spread out a bit more and i suggest and i ask actually i just ask uh, carrots is uh Malora, is it what Maluna. Maluna. is Maluna a druid uh, uh, no, 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 no. Maluna is a uh, Maluna is a uh, wizard. Oh. I'm, I'm a druid, though. Oh, I forget about Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any fire? Let's find out. Mm-hmm. Hogan does. He's he as far as where he has fire. I believe uh, he does indeed have produced flame as a counter. Yeah. But that. That's also a spell yeah. If it's a, that's a spell attack roll as well. Um, we can say, and I'll, I'll say this as a DM, uh, for for sake of the fact that I know uh, Darren couldn't be here to prepare his spells for this session, that any spells that you require to be prepared yeah. are prepared. Okay. Mm-hmm. As, if, right. as if Darren's ever prepared his spells. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Does he, have um, he, does, he does have produced fine. Yeah, no, Darren does have that. So I suggest just to just hold out the flame close to it to see what happens, see if it reacts to the to the heat from the flame. Ogun, what does Ogun want to do in this situation? Um don't see any reason why Ogun wouldn't do that. Uh let me just Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm just uh flicker of flame appears in your hand, remains there for up to ten minutes. Okay, yeah, uh I guess in Ogun's paw, um the uh the uh, flickering fire appears. Now this is just normal fire, so normal flame, is it? Uh, yes. It is. Uh, as Ogun approaches with the flame outstretched, the, the tendrils of the, just the kind of the sharp edges, like the edges of it, like not the main tendrils, but yeah. just kind of the... And start to consume the flame. Oh. What does Ogun want to do as it creeps closer and closer to his hand? Um, I think I'm going to make him attack with it. You're going to make him attack the flame with the flame? Yes. Roll the attack roll? So his spell attack one for plus six, there you go. Nope, <laughs> that's really bad, it's an eight. Eight. The sharp edges like needles pierce the centre of, of Ogun's paw. <gasps> Sorry, Dean. Uh, I need you to roll a constitution second try for Ogun. It's 
17. 17. Oh, good just pull his paw back real quick. Yeah. And you just see a spurt of blood, and the needles then kind of consume. The flame stays where it is, and the needles just whirl around it and draw the flame back into the main kind of pulsating shaft. <laughs> of the actual uh, barbed area and all of a sudden then you just see it go and it grows nice right that's interesting so fire makes the building horny <laughs> uh, yeah let, let's let's not do that again let's hope you say that yeah lovely so are you now I'm going, going like you now you? enter into the building yeah Arathir I'm standing at the door with my longsword unsheathed. I'm standing at the door with my longsword unsheathed. Cool. And this is creeping the fuck out of me. Like, Arthur doesn't get scared a lot, but this is properly giving her the shits. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna follow Talazar against my better judgment every inch of me wants me to just stay at the door and watch them and make sure that they're okay I'm gonna walk in okay the door actually seems to resist slightly because you've got a weapon drawn so Arathir is entering with the weapon drawn there's a slight resistance on the building actually the the, the entrance kind of like takes a second and then allows you to enter so as you enter in as you enter in you see ahead of you just about about five to six feet ahead of you is Talazar Tell us I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. 17. 17. <laughs> Nine. Nine. You're fine. The the kind of the essence of the air, like the dust kind of like I moves towards you. Down, yeah, and it just then it just kind of like, vroom, moves away oh, from you. Um, <laughs> as it hit you come in and it just you kind of are, are a bit off guard because you're like you're tense. And the dust kind of moves towards you. Uh, you kind of breathe in a small gap of it and you take two points of sorry actually you take one point of poison damage that's not too bad it's not too bad for now for now no Um, so you look ahead Talazar and Arthur you kind of see over Talazar's shoulder about 20 feet ahead of you in the main chamber is is it dark or it's there seems to be an unnatural red pulsating light coming off everything around you Uh, again it's the same you see these sharp jagged angular thorny veins pulsating through the building and about 20 feet ahead of you in the main chamber you see Norman Norman what you see as you stand in the main chamber is this huge mass to the back of the room as you because in direction you guys are walking in mm-hmm. you're walking in the main chamber Norman is looking to your as if you're standing if you're standing here where I am Norman is looking to your right so you're this way and he's kind of looking upwards that's all you see what you see is this huge mass of red webbing that is just containing multiple lumps what look like partially digested meat and carcasses if you think and at the top you see five humanoid shapes all encased in this red crystalline webbing and they're pulsating they're like over and over again 
there's an unnatural red glow coming from the entire room, but especially from these five bodies. The entire room is, is it's just this huge web of these sharp crystalline edges. The entire, like, everything is just covered in stuff, the whole countertops, the instruments of butchery, the whole thing, like, you know, there's a chopping block over here, there's cleavers, you can barely make this stuff out. And as you two kind of enter the room, then you see the exact same thing. As you come up behind Norman, this is what you see. It's like, uh, it's, it's, you've taken a, a, a butcher shop, which is already a place that's covered in red, yeah. and elevated it to something that's just unseen before. It's, it's, it's like a grotesque version of a spider's domain, because it's just sharp webbing everywhere. And these are like flies trapped in a cocoon, ready to be consumed. That's what you see before you. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Just, Norman just kind of like closes his eyes and like takes a deep. <laughs> Norman, you're such a weirdo. This is disgusting. It's. It is disgusting, but also, it's magnificent. So do you know? So what everyone, those, everyone so, needs to elevate their voice for so the time. Those five globs. I need the dark grass guys that came in here? I believe so, yes. Do you reckon they sacrificed themselves or they got eaten by it? I don't think... I don't think they sacrificed themselves. I don't entirely know that they knew what they were getting themselves into, quite literally. (coughs) Out of the three, who has the highest perception? (coughs) I have plus five my perception. My passive perception is definitely not me. Okay. Yeah, it's well. Okay, I'm going to check. I'm after getting sprayed with something, so the less time we stay in here, the no, better. No, you should go. Really? Yes. Will you be okay? Yes. Do you think? I do. What should you get your perception roll? I Fuck this, I'm out. I roll, I roll 13, but my passive perception's 15, so... Okay, so you're leaving. Yeah. As you're leaving, Talazar notices below the five bodies, there's a darkened doorway that seems to have kind of a concave in the webbing and the, the crystalline entities are moved apart from it it leads back into the back of the butcher shop nope you're, <laughs> you're going yeah you're going Aritir makes a beeline for the entrance or the exit what are you two doing do you want to investigate this further now you don't see this you yeah, see this you have to tell him what you see yeah there's a door and I point out where it is and I describe that the door goes further in okay how useful do you realistically think you're going to be in this situation? <laughs> we can find out. Because I intend on going further. I don't want to leave you on your own. I don't trust you on your own. Don't bitches be crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's what I've muttered to myself yeah. as I the door. <laughs> if you think about it, you're the only person in here with me. Okay, so what do you want to do? I'm heading towards the door. You're heading towards the extra, the door in the center of the kind of oh, lead oh, towards oh, the back of the yeah. Okay, so you're leading the way. You're following the boy. Shoulders, and you just fucking make sure the staff is in my hand. Okay. 
you enter toward, you move towards the kind of, it's darker. You, it's, it's visibly darker in there mm-hmm. uh, as you enter through the door. Um, I need you to roll, both of you just to roll a perception check. Nope. Don't see shit. <laughs> what's your, what's your you rolled an eight. Yeah. Eight. Passive is fifteen. What's your what, what's your proficiency modifier? Three plus five. It's eight. eight what's the difference between passive perception and just perception? Does you passive means that you can kind of just see things literally just in passing? So it's like it's like it, uh, it, it, as a DM, I would know that if there's something happening in the room, the first person to see it would be oh, Talazar. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, um, okay. Whereas he he would pick it up quicker than anyone else in the room. Right. That's why that's why I asked who was the highest oh, passive sense. perception. Oh, right. um, you currently, as you're making your way into this, you know it's just—it's very dark. You can see that the, the spindly kind of like sharp webbing does go in and follow deep into this room, but it gets very dark very quickly. You move forward down a corridor, and it opens up into a chamber. The chamber then breaks upwards, and it looks like it's broken through what was the ceiling of this kind of storeroom. You see racks of meat that are. In are completely encompassed by this dark, heavy, it's, it's, it's a lot heavier here. The webbing is darker red. It's like a, a real, like it's, it's, a, it's kind of a burgundy kind of color, whereas before it was like a, a bright red, like neonish even so. Mm. But now it's like, it's a very dark, deep red. Like blood, heavy blood red. Blood in a bag thing. Full on, like this. That color red, like, okay, you know? yeah, yeah. and you're going through, and, you, and it, it kind of moves up through the ceiling. And as you're looking up, you see that these tendrils are starting to pulsate. And you look up, and you see this lone figure. What they seem to be uh, have some kind of butcher's apron on them, mm-hmm. but they're split from navel to neck, and their chest is pierced open, and the webbing is pouring out of their chest cavity. And they're standing, and their eyes are up in the air, and this seems to be the source of the of, of everything in the room. But you also notice these sacks on either side of the body. I need you to roll an arcane check. Mm-hmm. This is hot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, did you say? Yeah, but you don't know any of this. Well, yeah, yeah. I Miranda doesn't me, know anything personally. Uh, that is a. 16. You see in these sacks, you can make out these, you know what they are. They are, basically they are sacks for gestation of these particular form of creature. And I'm now going to whisper what they are. (gasps) First whisper of the game. Meanwhile, we're sitting here outside like, so how was it? I'm like... (laughs) Fuck, man. Too bad. Oh, really? Gross. It was yeah. disgusting. Ooh. I got shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in character, I would not think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. guys are still in there. Um, um, so, well, was this um, yeah. so these sacks are kind of around the body. There's about maybe six or seven on either side of this desiccated corpse that has been used to gestate this entire area with wow. this like, deep, deep red vines. Like a lot of the this stuff, the 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 red, like the heavily deep red, um, kind of vining area, is coming from the body. It's not coming from what's coming from outside. Yeah. They're joining in. Everything else is coming from this body. So this body was used to gestate these creatures. Wow. Um. But they're 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 not hatched in any way. The eggs are still like. Yeah. Um. 
and there's a, an acrid stench in this room and do you, are you moving deeper in? I want to one of these things. This town has a much larger problem than the dark grasp, let's put it that way. Um, no, I'm heading towards the body. Okay, you need to roll a constitution center. What do you do? I'm just t- taking a five step forward, taking a staying well back behind I need you. I need you to roll with advantage on this one. Okay. Okay. That's slightly better. That's an eleven. Eleven. <laughs> you again. The, the 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 mist kind of in here. It's heavier. It's coming towards you. It's like you like brush it off. And what do you do? I'm going to stand about ten feet away from you. You're staying at the doorway. Okay. Right. So that's it. You're I'm moving closer. What do you want to do? Um. This. Co- I have two things I want to do. Um. First thing. This close. Uh, just offhand. Corpse is definitely dead, right? Oh yeah, full on. There's no sign of like the eyes are rolled back white. The, the yeah. skin is like the skin is taut on like a skeletal frame. Yeah. It's completely drained of its bodily fluids. Yeah. I want to uh, peel open one of the egg sacs. Oh you shit! You want to peel open one of the egg sacs? Yeah. <laughs> he says in the daintiest voice. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you seen Alien? <laughs> <laughs> Norman hasn't. <laughs> Of course, your character you yeah. hasn't seen Alien. Norman, 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 Norman has only seen Predator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you reach forward, yeah. and as you touch the egg sac to peel it back, your hand gets burnt. Like it's like acid, like you're touching acid. It's like. Really soft hand. And you, <laughs> take, <laughs> you, you take. You take two points of, of acid damage, and, and it, it, it burns the skin on your hand. And you kind of like you revolt back in. You're like, Oof. like that. That part of you just kind of like the, the instinct kicks in. Uh, the part of Nora is like Oof. survival. You know, he may not necessarily feel the pain, but no, he's the survival pain, instinct yeah. of it. Yeah. I cast Mage Hand to help peel open the egg sack. <laughs> okay. Uh, the main hand goes out. Yeah. Uh, do you want to peel back? Yeah, I just want to get a look inside. So I, it's kind of like layers of, of like it, it's it's like it's not so much uh, it's not like an alien egg where it's like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more like an onion. There's these different layers of things. It's got layers. It's got layers. <laughs> <laughs> peel layers. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're peeling it back, and you and you see the sizzle. Like does the main hand touch it? It just goes. Yeah. There is a slight kind of like pulsating thing, and the light kind of emanates from it. Um, you start to you, you in particular definitely start to feel a bit. Oh, something hits you. But you, when it hits you, you're kind of like, whoa, you're not back. Is it's there sorry. anything happening around me? There's any? nothing happening around you. When he's peeling back this particular egg, it doesn't seem to affect Norman as much as it affects you. Uh, I need you to roll uh, a wisdom saving throw. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's actually good. no. I'm glad I left. Oh, I wasn't having a great time. I saw oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. It, this wave of, of like discombobulated. It's like you're. It's like you're kind of in a room that's moving, and you're kind of like you're unsteady on your feet. You have to brace yourself against the wall because you just feel dizzy all of a sudden. It's like somebody's got like your inner ear balance is just gone. And as a monk, that's weird because you're usually like boom. But for you, this is really strange to see. And all he's doing is opening this egg. What do you want to do? Talisar, stop what you're doing. You're Talisar. You're Talisar. This is really getting to you. Norman, stop what you're doing. <laughs> I have an alternative suggestion. Leave. No. 
So, you continue to peel off of the egg. Yeah. A pulsating <laughs> just bursts from the top of the egg. And you hear like... <laughs> come from it. Out of nowhere. And it's so weird. It sounds so strange. And you're like, totally troubled by this. Norman just keeps going. And you just see a bright burst of light. And again, roll a wisdom saving throw. You want to roll a wisdom saving throw for this one as well. And you roll with advantage. Oh, fuck. <coughs> is this for, just out of curiosity, is this for a charmed effect or anything? Who can we say? We shall see. Um, because if it's, a, if it's a charm, I can roll with advantage because I'm enough. Okay. 16 to start with. Okay, 16. Okay, it doesn't affect you. What you get? Well, that's what I was wondering if it was a charm. It's not sure. So. Okay, grand. So it's, uh, yeah, that was just a... Nine. Nine. Talazar falls flat on the ground. Uh, the bright light pulses from the egg. <laughs> Nothing comes out. Uh, it's just a... <laughs> It starts to pick up space, pick up pace, even. I feel dark enough to like look inside. You can look inside. Yeah, I would like it. Talazar is unconscious on the ground. Good stuff. I would like a peek. <laughs> look in. <laughs> as you look in, you just see this bright light kind of hit your face as you look in, and there are these like tendril-like spindly legs poking outwards, and they're like, there's nothing moving to jump out at you, but it's like, yeah. it's something that's it's the thing that's in there is not ready. Yeah, it's just. On the cusp of being ready, but it's not ready just yet, and you've disrupted it being ready. Yeah. There's now energy pouring into the room from this kind of like egg sack, and, and it's just waves and waves. It's coming over you, it's moving over your body. You don't seem affected by it in any way, shape, or form. But Talazar is out flat on the ground, kind of uh, almost like for the full effect, almost like soothingly. I kind of lean in and sort of. Uh, Purely out of reflex, in primordial, uh, muttered like, Oh little thing, I'm so sorry. I've disrupted too much. It quivers. <laughs> and it dies. And the energy just goes... And sucks back into the room. You snap awake. The room is still the way it was. It's still got that pulsing. And the egg sacs are still there, but that one particular one has gone, and it's just dulled to a grey, kind of like hard substance. And the and the creature that was inside is just like, and you just see cracks, and it's, it looks like it's starting to harden, and all the any moisture that was in its body is just drained. And it's like, um, I take it. You're gonna reach in and lift it out. With mage hand. With mage hand. So moves forward and lifts the creature up. Yeah. And you just see this fragile looking, um, what looks like a spider. You're kind of like, kind of waking I'm kind up. kind of bracing myself yeah. up against the wall. And it's kind of long, spindly legs with a tiny body. And in the body you just see eyes. The eyes, it's just made of eyes. Um, on each end of the f- of these spindly feet, no, like spindly legs, and these sharp talons. Now everything—it's all turned to grey now. It looks like now it's made of some form of granite. As you lift it up, it looks very fragile and very, very brittle. You lift the mage hand moves it towards you and just drops it into your hand. Yeah. You actually have to use two hands to hold it. It's like its its body, which is made of the pure these what look like kind of like hardened eyes. They're they're just solely like grey. His entire body's made of these things. 
and you're holding it. And it's 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 spindly like eight legs are just stuck up in the air like this, and it's got these sharp talons on it. At the end of each of each of its legs. Uh, Norman looks genuinely upset. Okay. Like legitimately kind of holding the thing. He's just like, oh my god. Um, yeah, it's probably not much point in keeping it. Um, I assume at this stage it's probably fairly fragile. Yeah, it's start, it's starting to come apart in your hands. Yeah. So the, the the spider itself is starting to crumble in yeah. your hand because uh, it's extremely brittle. Yeah. Uh, when it's dead, it's starting to kind of flake a bit. So what would you like to do? Um, yeah, again, it's kind of a morning look. Um, I snap off one of the talons and okay. uh, pop it into my pocket. Okay. Uh, I kind of like lay it back in its egg sack and just kind of leave it there. Okay. Um, then I turn around and look at you kind of waiting to get your balance. Get up. I just point my staff at him and say, do not do that again. And walk Has this away been... from him. Oh, you're going to walk away from me? I literally just turn and walk away. Okay. Okay. Oh. Right down. So you've, you've headed back towards the exit? Yeah. I follow you and just keep casually telepathically talking to you as we're going. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you ignore him. <laughs> Has it occurred to you that your mistrust just almost got you killed? No. I'm starting then to in try that help case, you. you are more foolish and stupid than you look. Thankfully for you, I am more trusting. But do you laugh like that? Yeah. Does Talisar do that laugh? Yeah. Okay. But hear me now. Don't put your life in my hands again. <laughs> and on that, folks, we are going to take a break. Woo! We're going to have some food and we're going to chill out, and uh, we'll be back uh, after the break. Um, that's uh, good stuff, guys. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs>